Shalom, this is Resilient One. I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about flying monkeys and how to spot flying monkeys and what to do around flying monkeys and how to handle them, right? So for me, as you guys know, anybody who's listened to my podcast before, uh, you'll know that I came from a very abusive, toxic background. Um, I had, you know, an abusive mother, abusive father, and sisters. Uh, I'm, I'm what you would call the scapegoat of my toxic family, and and with that, I'm here because I just feel like, you know, all this pain and all the things I've been through. There's just no way I'm gonna let it swallow me whole, um, and. When you have life experience, I don't have no degree of psychology or anything, no therapies. I don't have that. I just know that I have experiences and I can talk about my experiences and how I went and survived my experiences and experiences I still go through to this day because, you know, just because you escaped your toxic family doesn't necessarily mean that same demon spirit won't follow you where you go because you gotta understand this is a spiritual war i personally feel now some people who are scientific typical whatever they might feel like you got to work on your boundaries which i always do but you got to work on yourself work on yourself which you should do but it's also to me i believe in spirits i believe in god i believe in his son i believe that this is a spiritual war when you have been, if you have been a child, if you were a child, uh, if you were a child and you were the scapegoat, you got to understand that you were marked from birth to be a certain way. There's a spirit, there's a heavy demonic spirit that is following you. That's trying to make you do something to God where you lose your spot in the kingdom. And that's why you get heavily persecuted as you as you even as you get older. For me, I had a very tough life. And um, so with that, I've learned how to spot certain things. And so I wanted to go into um, narcissistic flying monkeys. You know, so I, like I said, and if you have been in my situation and if you're listening to this and you know what a flying monkey is, then you know what a narcissist is. The world is plagued with narcissists. The world is plagued with narcissists, which I totally, truly believe that narcissistic people are demonic people i i i i believe in biblical prophecy so i do believe that a lot of these demons that are out here they're spread out they're they they've been unleashed onto the world oh you know what thing i forgot about something but they've been unleashed onto this world okay <laughs> and they're they're attaching themselves to as many people as possible that's why we see all this craziness going on it's not just because they lit out minor uh, minor criminals t- from the prison to protect them from COVID, which is stupid. It's because there's demons on this earth. It's demon time, as a lot of these rappers say. It's demon time. A lot of people have spirits on them that are not healthy or not good. And there, here's you. 
You're trying to be a meek person. You're trying to be humble in the world like this. And then you see this narcissist. They see you. They see that you got a spark in you. They see you got a light. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, no. Hell no. I need to destroy that person right now. Or you might have just you might you might be hip to game on how narcissists are. You see that that narcissistic person gave you a glimpse of who they are. You might have told one person, which that was might have been dangerous. Or maybe you might even said it to the narcissist. You might expose them to themselves and they have to right then and there get rid of you. So what do they do? They go to their flying monkeys and they start talking about you. They'll, they'll even do this in front of people because you understand. Narcissists always have an audience with or without their knowledge. And they know that. They know that. So what they'll do is they'll use the people around them. They might not give a scrap about these people. But as soon as they know they got people's ears and they might not, the people might not be paying attention. But they hear that narcissist speaking, they might start calling you crazy. They might start teasing you. And that's their way of like demeaning you in front of these groups of people. So when you start exposing this narcissist for who they are, subconsciously, people who listen to you, they're gonna be like, oh, sis, she's crazy. She's crazy. Oh, she's she's weird. She's you know how sensitive she is. You know how oh, you know, you know, that's what they'll start doing. Instead of actually listening listening to what you're saying, because a lot of flying narcissists, lie of a lot of flying monkeys, have a lack of discernment of character. Their their minds are focused on facts, and that's fine. But you also got to get around the spiritual part of what a person is doing. You got to have that. You got to be able to see in in between. I'm very good at reading people, right? I, and when people are talking to me, I, 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 I personally, I studied microexpressions, body language. <clears throat> um, because, you know, when you grow up in an a, abusive childhood and you're the scapegoat, one thing that these abusive people do is they make you always question your reality. They make you quest, second guess yourself. So you end up seeing something that's not right. But then you tell yourself, well, that's just, you know, you, I, I grew up rationalizing people's abusive behavior and not really saying anything when they start becoming abusive or when they're lying to me or when they're when when they're doing something I don't feel good about but because I dealt with people never letting me have a voice I would just ignore stuff and so other things like micro expression work for me because now I can be like oh okay that person just did this with their eyes oh I know and then most times all times is right a lot of people Try to, you know, when they when they when they believe what these narcissists say about you, whatever it may be, you could tell by the way they treat you, how they talk to you, how they how they conduct business with you, how stupid they think you are. So, you know, um, flying monkeys will also. They'll also sometimes befriend you. You know, I, I have a lot of, a lot of this woman. She's, um, she's a super narc in my life, a super narc. And periodically she'll try to, you know, come back around and she'll get her, nar- try to get her narcissistic supply. And a lot of people don't believe me when I say she's obsessed with me. And that's what happens. A narcissist, they become obsessed with their, with, with the people who, who they, who, and it's not just me. 
that this woman is obsessed with. She has obsessions over other women too. Um, she'll, you know, I've, I've seen her many a times talk about other people to me and I'm not the type of person. Someone comes to me and they start talking shit about somebody else. I'm going to look at that person sideways. I'm like, what's your angle of even telling me this? And then guess what? I'm also not going to have no opinion about what that person's saying about somebody else because it's none of my freaking business. Also, I don't care. I, I, I have a very heavy disdain for people who tell me other people's business because I know you're trying to manipulate me. Why should I care? Why should I care? If the person's not about to rob me, not about to do something horrible to me, why should I care enough where you're telling me this person's stuff <clears throat> and you want me to look at them like they're like sideways? I'm not, I'm not, you're not going to manipulate me. I hate people like that. Honestly, I don't like them. I don't like them. So... I wouldn't say hate, but I heavily just do not like them, right? But that's not the way we're supposed to move as Israelites. We, we, there's a certain way you got to learn how to move also. If you are a person, a believer, <clears throat> or you're an Israelite, you got to move in ways the world is not going to be moving in the next couple of years. You're going to be really a light within this world because it's going to be so dark. It's getting there now. It's, it's, it's getting there now, but you're going to be an odd freaking ball out. And with these flying monkeys and these narcissists, and they're even in the church, they're heavy in the church because a lot of people, they feel special when they believe in God, but they don't believe in God by this two commandments that the God that God tells us to all have. He says, love me with all your heart. How do you love God with all your heart? Keeping the commandments. Second greatest commandment the Most High gives his children, his children, Israel, is to love your brother as yourself. Now, if you are in a, if you're in a situation where you're around other believers and they're treating you like crap, then guess what? They're just, they're just people with good memory retention at the end of the day. So, <clears throat> you know, and I, and I do believe, and I know it sounds, this is going to sound narcissistic on my end, but I do believe people meet me because everybody, we all meet each other. We all are in each other's lives for a purpose. We don't just come and meet people. Everything, every meeting has a purpose every time. Like there's a time where I sat on the beach and I remember I was just, you know, and I might do that today. I just sat on the beach brought my Bible, I had my phone, I just wanted to listen to music, and all of a sudden, there's this little uh, Russian Jew girl, um, she, she was just so vibrant, and just there, just full of energy, but she was so gone, <sighs> it made me feel so bad, but her name was Selah, and Selah just came to sit next to me, and I don't know, it was just a weird situation, and um, we had a really good talk and she was telling me how she was being gang stalked, which I kind of saw that, but then she started talking some weird stuff. So I was like, Oh no, Sailor, you gotta, you gotta pray whatever spirit is in your brain off of you. But you know, those times where you meet people and you just, you're just there to give you, to give them hope or vice versa. So, um, I believe sometimes when you when when narcissistic people and their flying monkeys meet you and even though they 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 might fail a test. I might be a test for these people, for these people who are failing their tests. How they treat me is the way most high is going to view them. 
like look at look at this sister she she has not done nothing to you why are you why are you why are you abandoning her why are you isolating her why are you why are you um not helping her why are you not supporting her why are you not showing her love and she hasn't done nothing to you and i might be a test for multiple people to come into contact with that how you treat me is how the most high is going to view your judgment and I know that sounds crazy. It's an accumulation of things, right? Because we got the book of life. But I might be someone, I might be, I might be attesting to someone's life. You know, if you can come across someone who's not trying to hurt you, who honestly has, can have genuine love for you and who's just, who's just there. You know, I'm, I'm a broken soul trying to mend myself. So if you're a broken soul or you're, you're, you feel like you are, a person who is trying, you know, you're, you're, I'm always trying to heal because I had a whole lifetime of pain, right? Like a lot of us, you know? And so when you're trying to heal, the, the one of the things, if you're not on that dark demonic stuff from your childhood, you're not going to go put people through that. And that's not me. So when I meet people and they shun me, they dislike me because now they, they listen to that narcissistic person because this narcissist who is obsessed with me, anytime I, I talk to someone, she'll call up that person and start hanging out with that person. Like she sinks her claws into everybody. And so it's just done. I'm in a very toxic situation where if I leave, I won't necessarily you leave the truth of being an Israelite, but I will leave a con you know, I'll leave and I, I don't know I don't know what will happen. Like but as of right now, I'm pretty much doing everything on my own anyway. So um, you know, I don't really have that brotherly, sisterly support that I'm supposed to have biblically. So as of right now, I'm just, just doing long suffering for for really nothing because there's no gain. It's that the narcissistic person has sunken their claws into everybody and they, the whole congregation is nothing but um, flying monkeys now. I might have maybe four people who might be cool but no I mean like I said most people don't <sighs> we lack critical thinking some of us I'm so bad now that honestly when I see something on the news and it just starts looking kind of like it's a big role-playing job which is like those jobs that you can get just google role-player jobs and you see these false flags happening I don't believe anything on the tv Something really real could be happening. I have to rewatch it a few times just to see if it's real. And I'm not talking about like something like that explosion that happened. That's real. But see, I would also say, oh, okay, there were some fireworks going off. And then all of a sudden that big ass explosion happened. That was because there was all these, these, these chemical, pow uh, chemical powder being stored next to fireworks also being stored next to their biggest grains, the grain system. I was in, no, I, I know that that explosion in Beirut was a plot. It was a plan. But because we listen to the media, we're going to actually believe that fireworks randomly just start going off. And then they also were storing a really heavy amount of powerful explosives. And the next to the powerful explosives, all the grains that this whole place had was right next to it. But mind you guys, you guys want to hear something that was going on before this all happened? They were on a two-hour allowance with power. So 
they only had two hours a day for power. They are extreme. They, even though they got all that good, they looked very, before the explosion, they looked like they were doing good. They were doing bad over there. They were very, their economy collapsed completely. They had no money. Their, their, their daughter, their dollar went up 600 points. So it's the same thing that they used to buy for maybe $5 is now $20. And it's, they were, they were, it was a crashing place and then boom now this explosion happens now it could have been that they allowed this explosion to happen for financial reasons some say they saw a nuke i saw some stuff i saw something in the sky that fell down and it was i don't know what the hell but you know again critical thinking where just because the news says oh it's a firework and there is a big ton there's a tons of explosive material next to these firework plants and then next to the grains you gotta see that that's a setup but see the narcissist i know i was just with the freak was she talking about but i'm just trying to give you guys a, a, a just how my brain works like i will investigate something where i'll just try to really think hard on it i'll, I'll try to make it make sense if it don't make sense then i know okay something's up flying monkeys don't have that capability of doing something like that a majority of people, I don't know how it feels to be an idiot. I, and I'm not trying to say all flying monkeys are idiots, but they kind of are. I don't know how it feels not to be able to have critical thinking skills. I, I get so tired thinking sometimes. So I don't know how it feels to not have critical thinking skills. So, um, yeah, so the narcissist, they, they, they... They will surround themselves with people who lack discernment and critical thinking skills, and they'll, and they'll use it to their best ability. So while you're sitting up there thinking that you're doing good on your job, you're doing your best, you're coming to work on time, and you're, you're putting in your best effort, that narcissist is going to that boss, going to that CEO, going to maybe a little coworker friend, going to some of the clients at your job, which has happened to me. And talking shit about you to everybody. So when you come to work, all of a sudden you realize some people are not even saying hi to you. Some people are not even hitting you up like they used to. Some people, some, some of your clients are treating you like shit. They're talking to you crazy. And you're like, what is going on? And that's because you have a demonic spirit. I hate this demonic spirit. Sometimes I would, I, I can't wait. Even if I'm going to hell, I can't wait to see who the heck has been following me all my life doing this. Why is this demon just attached and wanting to just destroy my life? It's just so annoying. I'm telling y'all, it just happens so much to me that I can be in a good place where everybody's cool with me. But then that one person, male or female, will start trying to mess with me. It always happens every job I've ever had, every, I wouldn't even, um, my church, every church I've ever been into, they all, and they see that the narcissistic person, they will befriend me. But see, my one, one church I went to, this one woman, she really was clinging on to me. She wanted to be my bestie friend. Like, that's how you know. Like, if you got a woman, and you're a woman listening to this, and you got a woman who wants to be your instant buddy, you better understand that that woman's trying to she's trying to drain your spirit she's either trying to get information from you because she thinks highly of you so she's gonna try to be your friend so she can get something on you she wants to see that imperfectness of you 
So if you open up to her, as quick as she came into your life, it's the quickest she'll leave. She got her information. That demon in her felt they, they got they got that 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 spirit of jealousy got whew, it went away because now you, you told her enough where she doesn't think anything of you now. So now that's when you see those friendships that when, you know, the women come in very heavy, trying to be your best friend, talking to you every day. You're talking on the phone for hours. You know, you don't got no boundaries with this chick. And all of a sudden she just disappears. That's because that demon in her that was jealous, it's got enough information where now they're like, okay, <laughs> she's nothing. Look at, you know, you know, this, that's, that's how these demonic, spiritual, narcissistic women work. They come in for information and then leave when they got enough. And then, you know, that's their discard. You know, their discard is also there to also hurt you. You know, they, they, it's always, they always are like, they always are like sharp little balls of glass. You know, first you pick up this ball and it's just like smooth and rubbery. And then all of a sudden, all all the glass of sharpness comes out and you're cut. That's, that's, that's how these narcissistic women move. And I deal with them a lot. So I, I don't, I understand. I don't know what men go through. I, I, I just know for me, I deal with a lot of narcissistic females a lot. They love to say something's wrong with you. No, it's a spiritual thing. People love to like victimize victims. You know, they'll be like, oh, well, if everybody's got a problem with you, it must be you. No, 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 no. No, I'm living proof. I hate that because you know what? People be right, though, sometimes I'd be like. Hey, there must be, damn, why is this person going through so much with everybody? And after a while, you start listening to them. You start watching their behavior. You'd be like, ah, that's why, because you're messy yourself. But like I said, when I meet people, I do truly believe that I'm a test for them. Because one thing that's not going to happen is I'm not going to purposely try to hurt you. Now, I sometimes can lack tact. I can sometimes be... You know, I'll call you out on your stuff. I won't hurt you. I won't try to like psychologically mess with you. I will just say, I don't like this. Why are you like this? A lot of people don't like accountability. A lot of people, you know, you can call him a B word. You can call him, you can call him a bitch at, you know, you can say anything, a B ass nig. You can call anybody anything. <coughs> you can call a white person racist. But as soon as you hit people with the truth, they don't like you. I'm telling you. So hit people with the truth. And you'll see that you're not going to be really well received sometimes. And so I, I sometimes do wonder if that's it. But that, that I usually, I'll usually just, I, I, and usually if I'm saying something on how I feel or hitting people with the truth, it's only because it's something that's happening to me. And I analyze the behavior of the people and I bring it to them. Flying monkeys come in because now that person's like, oh, hell no. Hell no. She can read me. Oh, no. Do you know? You know, then that's when all the whispering starts happening where they start going to person to person to person. It's like that movie with Denzel Washington in it. Um, ooh. Oh, I forgot that movie with Denzel. Fallen. Where, again... It's like the narcissist tells one person and that one person touches another person. It's a spiritual effect. 
where everybody now is all mobbing you, where they're all not dealing with you, where they're all isolating you. And you got if you if you waste your time, you can try to figure out what the what is being said about me. And you'll never know. You can have clues. You know, there's clues. How do you get clues? Just <laughs> it sounds crazy, but ask ask someone to watch their child. I wouldn't do it, but you know, they might be they might be saying something as crazy as your child molester. They might be saying something crazy that you like to steal. They might be saying it's crazy that you will sleep with their husbands or you'll sleep with their wives. They might be saying you're gay. They could be, I'm not trying to say that, but you know, if you're around church people and they think you're gay, it's done. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, they could be saying anything. <sighs> they be called, you know, I, I used to, like, y'all know, I used to be into witchcraft a long time ago. I had one of these narcissistic people, they're, they're still bumping coochies with other women. They're still living, uh, and, they're, and they're, they're reading their Bibles and commandments, but they're still bumping coochies with women. They're still gay as hell, which is an abomination to God. Right. But they're still gay as hell. No children because they, they were so gay that they didn't even have children. Which God says, be fruitful and be merry, have babies, build this nation up. They were against God so much that they didn't even want to see a child look like them because they're bumping coochies. But this same person. You open up because, you know, one thing about it is, like I said, narcissistic women and men. They'll let you talk, 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 talk. And if you're stupid enough like me to talk, 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 eventually everything you said, they, they, they gathered. Ooh, ooh, she just said that she was into witchcraft. Oh, and you believe in God now? Oh, 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 okay. Let me store that up in my, I'm going to get you, bitch. Oh, 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 oh. She said that she, she, not, this is not me, but she said she used to like, uh, I don't know, she used to. Look at she used to sun gaze or she used to do some weird shit like, oh, my goodness, I am about to I'm about to use this against her. It is done. It is over. I got something on her. And when you least suspect it. When you least expect it. While you're sitting there chilling at this narcissistic house and their ugly flying monkeys are around you, that narcissist will start talking about, oh, yes, witchcraft is one of the worst things. I mean, you got to be so evil to do witchcraft. That's the worst thing ever to do. To be an evil-ass witch, that is so evil. I mean, facts, so bad. And then, they, then their flying monkeys start going in. And you see the other monkey smiling. It's a demonic attack, and they think that they're trying to put you down by trying to bring up your past, not knowing that they're demonic. That's demonic. Because if you repented from those ways, if you let go of that type of lifestyle, and you're no longer doing it, and you sincerely went to fasting and praying to the Most High, and you asked Him to forgive you for those things, guess what? You are to assume that you are forgiven for those things. But demonic spirits, narcissistic people love to keep you in your past. So therefore, you cannot grow around them because they see that light. Whatever the freak that light is, they see it shining. Like, I truly do believe people can see something within us that we can't see because it has to be that way. Because how do they know to get at us? Either it's that they look for micro expression, body language, something, or either they see something that we don't see on a spiritual level. And so 
these narcissists and flying monkeys will constantly bring up your past. Now, the narcissist might not even be in your presence, but that narcissist told the flying monkeys enough where you're talking. You might even be talking to <clears throat> the flying monkeys husband or their wife. And that husband or wife will start talking about stuff that you told the narcissist. For example, for example, y'all. I was out and about. I was around a group of these. Again, I'm around some toxic group mobbing. It's a group mobbing. It's a it's a group mobbing. And these group mobbings, if you're not strong, if you're not resilient, you will kill yourself. Because the worst thing than going through isolation also is rejection and isolation at the same time. But a lot of demonic spirits, that's their goal. I've been around this so much that I see the plot and the twist. The twist is you leave. Because that's all you can do in these situations. You cannot have, you can't, and imagine if you got God in your life and you got, and these people got God's words in their hands and they're still like this, you're, you're for an uphill battle. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. There's no amount of, the only thing that's going to change people like this is God himself. And I've seen people change for a minute second because God will chastise you or judge you. If you start going against his people, you know, you start going against his remnant, you go hard and you, you, you know, like this, I'm going to save this story a little bit later, but let me say this. I was out and about and I was out in this function and the flying monkey's husband was there. This woman comes out, comes to the group of people we're in with and she starts acting belligerent, crazy. And, you know, he starts saying, yeah, that's depression right there. Yeah, she's suffering from depression. And I was like, depression? How the fuck you get depression from her twerking and talking, babbling and, and rolling on the floor? How's that depression? And he's like, yeah, because, you know, we're, we're in a uh, dark spot in our lives and, you know, that's depression. Now, he could have been really saying something, but I said, you know, I'm thinking, don't you mean oppression? I'm thinking in my head, like, nigga, I'm not stupid. Like, what do you mean? And so I just think that sometimes these narcissistic spirits, if you tell them something that you're going through, everything that you see that's negative, they'll link your problems with that, if that makes any sense. So I just didn't understand personally why he came up with that woman had depression when clearly she's suffering from a psychotic drug episode. And I guess what he's saying is that she, if you first have to have depression, but no, she could have first had schizophrenia. She could have first had really horrible childhood trauma that caused her to go through drug psychosis. And then she might have got some anxiety, depression, but that's not just depression alone. So I always, I always wonder when people do things, this is, and this is how bad it is when you're in these types of situations, anything anybody says sometimes you, I end up looking at it heavy sometimes if it makes no damn sense because I'm always trying to figure out clocking who's who. Are you part of de de the demon system? Are you a demon? <clears throat> Are you a devil working to try to destroy God's remnant? Are you really got God's spirit on you? And so I will really watch everything people say around me and I will, I will, I, you know, that might be bad, but I do compartmentalize I will put this person in this category this category and that's safe for me as soon as I see something that's not right and it doesn't seem right and it's just weird I'll put that in a category and I might be wrong so I don't harp on it too much but I'll be like that was weird why'd you say that I'll continue to always you know 
you know, I'll still, you know, I won't shun that person, but I'll be like, that was really weird. That didn't make any sense. And, you know, that's just how I roll. It's just safe for me that way. So flying monkeys will use sometimes other, they'll use their spouse. So that flying monkey that the narcissist employed, employed might not even be there, but their spouse is there. So now their spouse is doing the heavy hitting for the flying monkeys. So that's how deep it goes with this mobbing of flying monkeys. There's no real safety. You, the only safety you have is of the most high. So <clears throat> back to, you know, like God don't play. God don't play. So there was a time where I went through a serious situation with, uh, I got into an accident and this, the, the one of the narcissists teased me about it. They teased me relentlessly. Her, and her flying monkey, her friend, her bestie friend that enabled her to be gay still. They still, um, they, they, they were, they were just going in on me. I mean, it was just like, it was a dark night that night. It was demonic. It was dark. And I honestly, that night I cried. I was very upset and I just, I, I blocked her. And I said, now she's blocked off my Facebook, her ugly, um, you know, her, her, I don't care. Y'all, these people will make you, that's why I said, you cannot go into hating people. Because guess what? If you start hating, and this is why I get attacked. This is why you get attacked. It's because, see, they see that anointing. They see that light within you. And then they want to destroy it by making you hate them. Because it's easy for me to hate people. If I hated you, and if it was my old ways, back when I was early 19, maybe 20, I'm almost 40 now. I would have cussed you out. I would have I would have planned your demise and I wouldn't even have to touch you. That same spirit sometimes pops up where I if somebody's messing with me and I know I don't want to fight him, but I see that okay, you're you're you got this weakness right here. Ah, oh, there's this agency I can call to get on your ass about this weakness. Like I will plot and scheme, I will sue you. I will take you to court. Sometimes when I took people to court, it didn't work one time because it, it just didn't work. The person got the one up on me. But guess what? The most I saw that I was trying to take, go trying to get a restraining order and it just didn't work out. The narcissist won in the courtroom because, again, dumbass judges. Judges are stupid, too. And it didn't help that it was two black women in court. And, you know, she she when I when I accused her of letting her child get molested oh no no woman wants that on her shoulders so she started bringing up everything from my past from when i was 11 to whatever age and i submitted it to the court because i was hoping the judge would see that this is a smear campaign no that judge saw that i was a horrible person and he even tried to like you know there was a 20-year friendship and he tried to say hey i will pay for your mentor your 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 i will not mentor but i will mediate pay for the mediation i don't want to see this 20-year friendship go down a drain i was like that's not a friend if she can bring up stuff from my past when i was 11 years old and try to throw it in my face all because i was saying like hey how does a seven-year-old get herpes <clears throat> and you know that's okay and that judge didn't see through it he didn't investigate that that young and also the girl had someone who worked in the court office so she had somebody who was in the court who was protecting her. And I'm like, well, who's going to protect that little seven-year-old girl who's being molested? So at the end of the day, you know, you know, and then the little girl had 
even the family who protected her, that woman, the mother in court, took her to call CPS on her to try to see why is this little girl have herpes. And of course, she's a little black girl, so she's going to get molested. She's going to be, she's going to have, she's, and you know, that friend, old friend of mine, <coughs> again, I'm always a test for people. How you treat me is how your judgment's going to be. And, and also multiple things, a book of life, how you do your, how you do your dirt. But that was a time for her to come to a conclusion like, hey, I got this guy in my life. He's pimping me out. He's beating my ass. My children hate him. He's having sex with my seven-year-old daughter. Um, it's just not good. And she didn't, she didn't, she didn't leave. She's, so she's probably still with him to this day. And either he's going to kill her or her kids are going to grow up to hate her. And that is what it is. Or her kids are going to grow up to be one of them are going to die. Because of the judgments of her that she put upon her own family. And I see it happening. Sometimes God will throw you a warning. And sometimes your friend, your family member might be a warning when they're trying to tell you, hey, man, what's going on? And instead of listening, your pride and ego gets the best of you. So I don't know what's going on with that ex-friend of mine's, but I just know that her daughter is going to be growing up and I feel really bad for her. I try to protect her. I try to help her. And um, and the whole state, state of Washington failed her. The CPS caseworkers who were involved failed her. That judge who, instead of looking at all that you know, smear campaign and, you know, making me look like I was a bad person. He could have saw me between the lines. Like, why is this woman bringing up stuff from her being 11 years old, you know, or why is she bringing this up when all she was trying to do was just try to protect that little girl. But, you know, that judge, he didn't care. So back to this woman, when I had gotten to my car accident problem and um, what ended up happening was she got into the same almost exact situation. And you know, she realized that that was, she thought I did juju on her. Because, again, her biggest thing was she always tried to shame me for being into witchcraft at one point. And I was just like, no, that was God's judgment on you. That night, you and her, you and that ugly soul woman were just so horrible towards me for no reason. And God didn't like it. So God got you. And for her, her little flying monkey, it, 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 sometimes it takes a moment for God to come at people. Sometimes people might be cool for a couple of years where they're not really going through any persecution. And all of a sudden, boom, boom. It's like, what the freak? It's like, boom, boom, boom. But, you know, um, so for her, she she came back and she apologized just to be the same bitch later. So I, I blocked her ass. Absolutely positively done with her. Dead to me. I will still pray for her. I will still love her from a distance. But. No more in my life. I will say, Shalom, most high Christ blessed, but I am not going to say anything to her. I'm not going to ask her how her life is doing. I don't really care to. You showed me that you are one of my enemies. So all I'm all I'm required to do is pray for you. Love you and keep it moving. You're not going to be in my life. So. Like I said, a lot of people are demonically possessed and they don't know it. And they try to, and what they'll do is they'll flip the script on you. They'll say you're demonically possessed, even though you're seeing their demons on them. 
I had another narcissistic woman do that. I told her because I saw her one time. I seen that demon in her eyes. Two of them. They look, y'all. When these demon, demonic narcissists, when they do their weird, excuse my language, when they do that weird trance on you, where they're looking at you from across the room, and you're looking, you you just feel somebody looking at you, and you you look in their eyes, and their eyes are no longer their eyes no more. It's something else. It's something evil. It's something that makes your skin shiver. It's something that gets down to the bottom of your spine, where you're like, what the fuck? Excuse my language, y'all, but you'd be like, what the hell is that in your eyes? It scares you, and you never, I remember when I seen their demons coming out of their eyes. This is not no schizophrenic stuff. I've seen demons coming out of people's eyes. I've seen it with my own life. And you never will forget what they... I remember I was in Passover. And I remember the same demonic woman who who had the same accident as me. I remember one day I just... She's always been... <clears throat> narcissists love to have that beef in with you. They love to constantly be in beef with you. You might... You be the kindest person to them. But they always will find something wrong with you to beef with you, to ignore you. To, to, to shun you because they're idiots and so this night on Passover too I remember just looking at her and like I remember just feeling somebody looking at me and I just look across the room and her eyes the demon in her eyes just was staring I can't ooh y'all I get scared like these spirits are real and <sighs> these spirits are real absolutely real um i don't even, i live alone so i don't like to go too far into it because i know that there's there's spirits around us that we can't even see sometimes they show themselves i don't want none around me to show me at all but when they when they're when they're in somebody and they come out <clears throat> i can't describe it i think down below um you guys can listen to the narcissistic stare that i made um i made a podcast on that and I tried, I think I went to what it looked like, but it is something you will never forget. It is a look, it's not a look of menacing. Like, you know, some people, you know, us black people, us Israelites, we like to look at people like, nigga, what? Bitch, what? Come, come to me. What, what, what? We gave each other that, like, there's still life in that person's eyes because you're like, I'm about to, you know, but it's a look that it is, it is a spooky ass look. It's not a normal look. It's not a normal look. It's not. It is a dark, menacing, deep black eyes. Like their eyes change color. You know, like, like I used to watch um, Supernatural, and when the demons will come out, <laughs> I, I think a lot of Hollywood know there's something within our eyes that when we have a dark spirit in us, the eyes just turn black. And that's what it is. Except for, you know, these people, when their eyes change, it's not necessarily the white in their eyes go away. It's just something in their eyes where it's just like an abyss where you just look at them as you're just staring into an abyss. It's just blackness and, and, it, and it has an energy pull to it where you look and you just got to look away. And I'm usually if somebody's staring at me, I well, shoot, I just learned like I'm not going to stare back. I used to be like, OK, you're going to give me the stare off. I'm going to stare back at you. But no, I learned that's not important. Just keep your eye on them. They're looking at you for a reason. You better make sure they're not about to attack you. But, you know, don't we don't got to do a staring contest. But um, with a narcissist, when they're doing that stare, I don't know. It's a spooky-ass stare. Just y'all Google it. Research narcissistic stare. And you'll see that 
everybody who has went through it, it is a, it's a stare that you'll never forget. And I remember each time I've seen that stare in people's eyes. I remember where I was at, what time it was, because it just wasn't normal. It, it was ooh, so spooky. It's like it's like they're 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 sucking in your soul in a way when you catch it. And then, and then the thing is, they don't stop looking at you. You literally, I have to look away. <laughs> I don't usually do that, but because it's so spooky, it's like, what the fuck? You look away, and I don't, I don't, I don't ever remember the people who did that stare looking away. They just continually stared at you. That's why I say some people down here on this earth are not necessarily humans no more. There's something else in them. There's a there's another thing in them that's deep and it's spooky, y'all. And these people, I live in my house. One person I did, and I remember I was taking a shower. And I remember hearing the door shut in my daughter's room. And I was like, why is she looking around my house? So while I was taking a shower, she was just walking around, probably looking through all my stuff. And I don't know why. But, you know, I should have known. She's, she's a felon. She's a criminal. She used to do some things. Don't ever... I don't care. Just don't allow people like that in your house. If they ever were able, capable of robbing people, shooting people, don't let those type of people in your house. I don't care. I don't care if they found out the blood of Jesus, the clean the blood of Jesus on them. Don't let them in your house. <coughs> Excuse me, because I know everybody's a changed person in Christ, but not that's not true. Some people are a changed person in Christ, but they still got demons on them. So... I really digress, but what I was trying to get at was just these narcissistic um, these narcissistic people who are plaguing the earth now, we all have to keep ourselves safe from them. It is heavy nowadays, very heavy, 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 heavy out here. It's heavy. This energy is heavy. These people are fake. They don't care about you. They don't like you. They're only here to try to destroy you. Um, so... Oh, I might be tripping. So, y'all, um, how to combat these types of people? How do you combat them? Oh, wow, I was really tripping. How to combat... I don't even know. Sorry, guys, I was looking at something. But how to combat them? Okay, How can bat flying monkeys these these things? And I know I went off on a tangent, y'all, but look, I'm telling y'all. And I, here's the thing: I want y'all to understand, life is all when you are. Life is all about healing. Some of us can be blessed where we might not have really went through anything in our lives, and congratulations. But you're talking, you're listening to someone who has been through a lot. I mean, a lot. And it has been an uphill battle, and it's very much a battle for me to gain clarity and get this healing going. And I'm sometimes I might still go into like painful situations, and I might forget what the heck I was talking about. Um, 
which was flying monkeys how do you get through this is you know how i'm getting through it i just once i realize that this person is compromised i just don't deal with them no more and unfortunately when you're a scapegoat or when you're being when you're being attacked by groups of people and you realize that you know it's you against 10 different people the only thing you can do is just leave or you know move accordingly for me um I, if I see that someone is, and I see that the, I see the narcissist is now starting to, you know, befriend the people who might be befriending me, I know it's a short period of time before I see that this person, whatever the narcissist says or does, they're going to be, that person's going to be compromised. Because the main goal of a narcissistic person is to have you isolated alone. When I was dealing with my family, now, you know, my sisters, their main goal was to have me isolated alone, which is true because my cousins don't really deal with me. They don't they haven't called me for years. Um, and that's just because my little sister and my older sister, they all plotted a scheme to make sure that I was just a horrible person to my family. And they, they can't see like I'm probably the only one talking about healing and probably the only one talking about narcissistic abuse. I, I tried talking to them at one point about it. You know, not realizing that my family were extended extensions of my narcissistic sisters, narcissistic sisters, flying monkeys. Like I didn't realize that my sisters were now my cousins and aunts or now the flying monkeys of, for my sisters. So here I am trying to talk about my childhood and how dirty everybody did me and they didn't give a shit. They didn't care. They don't care about me. And that's that's hard, too, because it's like, damn, man, you, you went through all this. You're by yourself. You don't got no family. And there's no way you can fix it. There's no way I can fix this. So you leave. When you realize you got, you're around some flying monkeys and they don't give a shit about you, they don't care to even help you try to heal, you got to go through the dirt to become that locust, lotus, lotus flower. You got to go through all that pound, pud, mud and dirt and nastiness. And then you come out at the top of the beautiful pond water as a beautiful lotus. But ain't nobody help you dig out that dirt off of you. No one helped you. No one helped you. And, and, that, and it sucks. It sucks because you start realizing that you were born in a life where no one really loved you. you were, I was never really loved. And, you know, like I have to really I, it's hurts. But and I, and I trust me, I've been through suicidal attempts a lot to where it's like, no, nah, we're not going to go there. But I'm not going to um, I, I realize that, you know, when you're around flying monkeys and you got narcissistic people who are trying to destroy your character, they're trying to destroy any type of support you may have. It's, it's heavy and it's something I continually deal with. And I know that. Um, any any of us who dealt with that, it's it's hard. You know, it's hard realizing that no one loved you, no one really cared about you. You know, some people don't even check. You can tell them like, oh, I suffer from this, and I'm sometimes I get depressed, and they won't check on you because now that narcissistic person got into that that person's ear, and even the fly monkeys who you might have had a good relationship with at one point, 
you realize that you didn't mean shit to them. You were just conversation. You were a filler to their boring life. And now here comes the narcissist and they're telling that they're telling whatever secrets you, you told that narcissist. And now these people who you felt like you had a connection with who actually cared about you, you realize they don't give a shit about you either. So you have to learn that, you know, the Messiah might have had one or two good friends, but you got to learn you got you're in this world by yourself. I do admire people who have friends and family and groups of people around them where their life is just so perfect and they got the support for their business. They got everything they need. And, you know, it's it's like a it's like a underground world to me, underground under water, uh, underground water world. That's how weird it would be for me to have that type of lifestyle where all of a sudden now I got. I got the friends, I got the family, I got the support. I got everything around me where people are calling me and asking me how I'm doing. And it's people's groups of people. No, I got groups of people who are trying to destroy me. So you just learn that you got to be live a life of kind of your own solitude where you find your own peace. Because most times when I venture out and I meet people, like I said, they're cool with me. But the whispering starts, they get a hold, somebody gets a hold of them. And they're no longer hitting you up the way they used to. Now they're talking to you crazy. And you're like, what the freak is going on? And you realize, oh, that spirit touched them, that fallen spirit. So I just, for me, I've learned just to ignore, keep it moving, cut them out of my life. When I realized I got a narcissistic flying monkey around me and I got, and and they're compromised, cut them off. You know, I'll give, you know, like this one woman, I'm going to give her one more chance. But a lot of people are going to be off my Facebook and blocked. And, and it's, it is what it is. No support from my for my business. No support for me- mentally. You, you're posting stuff that's there to subliminally get at me. Oh, no. And when when I catch them, you know, when you that's why you don't want to have these flying monkeys on your Facebook. Because even though the, the, the narcissist, the way she plays her game, she don't put nothing on her Facebook. She don't like me. She called me a demon. I called her as a demon, but why is she still on my Facebook page? Because she's obsessed. And then she's got her other homies who are all obsessed. And, they, and I watched even my old family, how they do things. When they're obsessed with their object of affection, of hate, they'll sit around and talk about you. And every and the conversation will be about you for hours, how to plot and scheme on how to destroy you. I've seen it with my own eyes. Now, I'm not necessarily saying these women are doing that. I just know that when there are people on your page, on your Facebook page, and you posting lit stuff, and it's getting likes and shares, and, and people are laughing under it. But the people who you know personally don't even like your stuff, I'm not saying they don't have to, but they're not liking your statuses. You got to wonder what the hell are they on your page for? They're being nosy. So with that, y'all, protect your energy, protect your time, protect yourself, protect your mental, protect your spirit, protect your home, hell, protect your cats, your dogs, your birds, your fish, protect your food, protect yourself, protect yourself. How do you do that? You protect yourself by prayer. Um, I don't know if the word is binding, but when I 
would um, get someone who I know is just not right around me and they just can't help but to be a dummy in their words, I would ask the most high to, to bind their lips, to get rid of them. To, 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 to stop their tongues from saying stupid things like I will literally ask the most high to watch them and usually with narcissistic people you know, when there's a group of people around them um, and maybe that one person might know what's up they, they're on their best behavior so but you know when I was around one queen narcissist she's another narcissist you know she was about to I was talking about how I ha- I didn't want to sleep on a twin bed like when we go to our tabernacle, I was like, I don't want to sleep on no twin bed. She's like, why? You, you know, I, I don't mind a twin bed. Cause not like I don't got no King. I was like, but you're, you don't got no King, but aren't you married? And I was like, Oh, she was doing some weird subliminal. Um, your King, your Lord, your husband is going to be with you on tabernacle. So how do you not have no King in a tabernacle? So that was that was another way that, you know, those narcissistic people, they like to try to smear something. And when she said it, I just, you know, I could have been like, what do you mean, no king? I could have called her out right there. But, you know, when you try to call out narcissistic people, they always will flip it out on you. So it's always a weird balance of boundaries I have to play when these people start doing their weird stuff. So that's why, again, you pray before you get around them that the most high. Now I know I'm going to pray for her. I'm going to pray that the most high reveals her the deep, dark spirits. She has a problem with me. I asked her before, do you have a problem with me? And she said no. But she all clearly does because she always has a sneak this. So um, she's she's lying to herself. So um, anyway, with that, I just want to tell you all shalom.